Yo. Hey. Hold on a second. Yep. My headphones are being weird. Okay, there we go. Cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, how are we doing this evening, yeah, boys? Uh, my nav like screen it. just told me there's a tornado about 10 miles away. So. Uh oh. Yeah, it's fine. At least it's not near where Sarah is anymore. Oh, that's good then. Okay. Uh, welcome to the of Twister. Uh, cows, cows. <laughs> uh, as as Randy Quaid doesn't go flying past your windshield. You're fine. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> welcome to the B Team Podcast. I am John Macy, joined tonight by Brent Perry. Hello. And Josh Krubner. I got nothing. <laughs> we are here for our belated review of Loki, the third uh, Marvel Disney Plus series. Um, so where would we like to begin here, gentlemen? Uh, I don't know. I guess Quick that thoughts, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Quick thoughts, maybe. Uh, Josh? This is, without a doubt the single worst thing to ever come out of the MCU. Objectively, subjectively, across the board. Uh, interesting. Okay. okay. Where do you stand on it, John? Um, I liked it, but I, I admit that a lot of that is uh, because, I because I love Hiddleston, and um, I do think a lot of the a lot of the audience loves Hiddleston. That's probably why they made this. Um, it is probably oh, the most. It is probably the most uh, normy, unfriendly thing they've ever done. Um, which I'll I'll give it that. I don't think that. Uh, I've never had one that we watched more where Corey wasn't turning to me every ten minutes, going, "What does this mean? What are they doing? Why?" <laughs> Um, I gotta tell you, I think I do, my big fantastic. Shut up, Kate. Yeah, you, you, two you, so, you still like you still like two of them. What the fuck? Um, I do think that uh, this was very very blatantly set up for whatever is coming after this, more so than it was a a show in its own right. Um. Yeah, well, I think that's the, of... the mainstay of all the Disney Plus shows so far. Yeah, I, I thought Falcon and Bucky worked pretty well as a show in its own right. Um, but like, okay, yeah. is it weird to anybody else that, uh, yeah, Black Widow seemed like it was setting up Disney Plus stories, and Loki, which was a Disney Plus show, seemed like it was setting up the MC, like the movie stories? It is weird. But I mean, what uh, what other movie thing could Black Widow have set up though? Well, Shang Chi. <laughs> I yeah, I guess she could have so went to fucking, she could have went to Hong Kong instead of Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> so with that one, I think it actually makes sense if you take a look at it from like a wrestling perspective with booking. Um, the movie was supposed to come out 
before the Disney Plus shows. So it was always going to do that. And, you know, especially with everything that's happened and what's happening as we speak, I don't think Disney had much confidence in that property being a standalone movie. Hmm. Um, so I think they figured we can use this to, you know, basically do the light heavyweight and the uh, Sunday night heat. And uh, we'll, we'll use, you know, Elena to, to boost uh, the, the Hawkeye show. Whereas all the flagship shows, you know, WandaVision, Loki, and uh, Falcon Bucky, um, they were going to use those to set up the next wave of movies. I mm. will admit, it is very Vince McMahon to use a Russian to take the TV title, the USA yeah. TV title. There you go. Here, here's... Uh... <laughs> Here's my biggest criticism of it in that I think the problem it has is that Loki is not a very active character and he basically, as good as he is, he just basically, he spends the entire six hours just kind of sitting, sitting around watching other people do shit. Which is why well, it, it's it worse than that. It's even worse than that. It's not even just he's, that he's sitting around watching people. It's it, He's literally spending every episode being shit on and told that you're not as good as you think you are because you're fucking... Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I think that was part of the... Like, that didn't bother me as much as, like, I think the idea of this was to... Because they are, they are sort of trying to redeem him in a way, but I don't think it's going to be total. Like, I, I think nobody would... As much as he is... He's a, a character that a lot of people like. I don't think anybody would buy him as a straight-out hero. I have okay. a theory for where it's going to go when they finally end it. Like, I know they got another at least one season, if not two, lined up. But I think by the end of it, he's going to end up being the Loki that you meet on Sakaar, or Sakaarson, or whatever the fuck they call it in the MCU. Oh, the the Ragnarok planet? Well, no, uh, yeah. 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 Like where the Grandmaster has it, where when he shows up and he's all like, he's nicer to Thor and he fucking teams up with him. And then he, yeah, like I think that's going to be this variant Loki, not 616 Loki. Okay, that's fair. Now, I've, um, I've heard him say that in the uh, in the group chat, and um, I think he's given them way too much credit. I don't agree. Um, <laughs> I, I think that, you know, and I, I did, I rewatched Ragnarok and a bunch of other stuff in preparation for this. I mean, that Loki is just the Loki that was at the start of Ragnarok. However, I'm going to say two very charged things here, so bear with me. Um, number one, I think that the only reason people like the direction that this specific show went with this specific character is because Tom Hiddleston fucking killed it, and they love him to begin mm -hmm. with. If mm -hmm. it was well, anyone else. I think you would have a very different, very visceral reaction across the board. Number two, it's, John, this one is for yep. you. Is there anything that Alice can do on Batwoman where you would say, you know what? She's redeemable now. We, we can excuse the 50-plus people she's killed. Okay, hold on. My headphones are being real strange. Just give me a second. Quick aside, Guys? yeah, it's... Hello? Yeah, the volume on my phone is really screwed up. That's not good. Keep talking. I'm going to figure this out. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, quick aside, like, Loki, the TV show, really does feel a lot like Iron Man 2, where they're just like, fuck it, throw him in, 
just have them ad lib and we'll just shoot around it. Oh yeah, definitely. What they did with Robert Downey Jr. Like, definitely. I mean, for what he did, you know, yeah, he killed it. He was great. It's just the the writing was the worst I've ever seen in the MCU. And, and um, like, instead of being a female variant of himself, they should have just made Sylvie the Enchantress. Like that would have fixed so many of the fucking like nerd boy complaints over it. Like, well, yep. so the the thing was they wanted to do a wokey and they wanted well, to just you know tear him down and emasculate him and be like anything you can do she can do better even though she didn't yeah now what Is was it just your me ba- or like are these replacement females getting a little bit more Aryan as we go yeah well that always happens well <laughs> we, we, we went from a redhead to a blonde fucking black widow now we have a female blonde Loki. Like, where's all this diversity that they keep telling us we're assholes for not fucking swallowing with a smile? Yep. Mm. Right. What was your question, John? What What was the Batwoman thing you were asking me when my headphones cut so out? I I said at this point, is there anything they can do feasibly with the character of Alice where you will say, yes, yeah, she's completely redeemed. I buy her as a hero and or even an anti-hero now. Um, with the staff of writers that they currently have, no. Because they would they would never do anything close to competent enough for that. Okay, I, mean, I was going to go with even just, you know, established character history and, and past deeds. You know, she's killed like 50 to 80 plus people. So on that note, I rewatched a lot of things in preparation for the podcast, including Disney's Marvel's The Avengers. Um, this is supposed to be that Loki. And my, my biggest issue with the show, aside from all the, the other shit it did, is what I was saying last week. They took a character and just decided, nope, he's not that character anymore. He's what we want him to be. The Loki that we see in this show from midway through the first episode onward, but I'll make arguments mm-hmm. from the beginning of the first episode, is supposed to be the Loki that died in Infinity War. And they did not earn that, and it's not that character. If you rewatch the Avengers, the movie, Loki kills a fuckload of people, and he's, like, all smiles about it. I mean, he's, you know, doing his best. I'm a dictator. He's, he's There's literally, powers. like, a... There's literally I mean, the, a... The, the, the I'm adopted joke... They preceded by... Uh, Black, Black Widow's and he killed 80 people in the last two days. And then Thor goes, he's adopted. Sorry, he's adopted joke. Yep. Yeah, yep. but no, like, in the first Avengers movie, there's literally, like, a, a yeah, a stand-up to Hitler moment with Loki as the stand-in for Hitler. Like, legit, no, yeah, I, when, the, when the little Dutch guy goes, I've seen evil like you and I will not bow down. Right before Captain America comes in and he's like, America, fuck yeah. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, I wouldn't say pushback, but here's my thought on that. You're, I would argue it's supposed to supposed to be the Loki from the Battle of New York and all that. And then they, they do get to this extraordinarily abruptly because it is, you know, I think it's done in the first episode. And But you don't think there's anything to the idea that the Owen Wilson character shows him his entire future? And at one point he just goes, you know what, all the all these games and bullshit that I've been trying to pull for however many years don't really matter because I'm going to die anyway. So I might as well, you know, all that stuff I w- would try to do is for nothing. So I might as well try something different. Absolutely not, and I will tell you why. Um, so I know you're not like a Rick and Morty fan, but I know you've read a shitload of comic books. 
I can pull out examples. I can give you X-Men Days of Future Past, movie and comics. Uh, even Forget Magneto. Charles Xavier. Don't trust him. That's not me. The 2012-2013 Loki, if he's shown a video from an agency he already doesn't trust, pressing his power somehow, and they say, you know, this is your life, and you're going to be, like, you know, all sad, and then you'll be a good guy, and then you'll die, and it's all meaningless, he would have said, this is an illusion. Fuck you. This isn't me. I don't believe this no, for no, a second. No, no, no. He was just really, really compelled with the Taika Waititi version of his character. Uh, absolutely. He's like, well, yeah, I want to be that one. <laughs> he, he also <laughs> wouldn't have fallen for the, the death of the mother as a big guilt thing. That worked because it actually happened. But for this Loki, that hadn't happened yet. He hadn't been back to um, Asgard yet. Yeah, you know, so she'd this, still be this alive. Before Thor in the Dark World. Dark World, yeah. Right. And uh, he didn't have any of that character growth. Um, you know, even in that movie, he's already starting to basically turn his act around because of his actions. And then, you know, is he really? No, he's, he's got an ulterior motive. And that's when he takes over Asgard. Um, the other thing is, if you rewatch the Avengers or even the first Thor movie, uh, Loki's an Asgardian. He can take a beating from the Hulk. And I remember at the time, everybody going absolutely apeshit for the puny God moment. And I'm like, okay, yeah, the Hulk like slammed him around, but he's an Asgardian. He's basically like, you know, invulnerable who gives a shit. So how is it that 15 minutes after the battle of New York, he's getting knocked the fuck out by uh, body positive diversity hire. Oh, you mean not uh, Queen Latifah? Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> I really wish Justin had made that his name when he signed in briefly, but his connection <laughs> dropped out. Um, so the, you know, getting ahead and spoilers here, and obviously we're in spoilers throughout the TVA themselves are just variants. They don't have superpowers. They are just human. Um, Loki also, you know, be it with the Avengers ones who didn't and with humans displayed shitloads of, uh, super strength speed, but heightened as guardian speed heightened reflexes like fucking Hawkeye shoots an arrow at him from you know three buildings it, yeah. away and he catches it without even looking at it. Yep. He's and then he gets also, cocky, does does a mug for the camera and it blows up, yeah. Right. He also, you know, is the master of illusion, the god of mischief. Almost everything he does in the first Thor movie and in the Avengers He's just using illusions and like he'll use them and people will run through them. And he's like, you know, you fall for the same trick every time. So how is it that appearing in this desert and people he doesn't know, he doesn't use his powers at all and they get the drop on him? It's ridiculous. It is. Yeah, I I think they they could have they would have been better served to kind of define a little more how the TVA worked. Um. And then as far as um, Owen Wilson, again, I will say people like the character because it's Owen Wilson and he was because great in Wilson, the yeah. role that he had. Now, yep. I remember years ago defending the ending of uh, Temple of Doom, which, of course, is my favorite indie. There is a thing that Spielberg does, and yes, he's been Kate Capshaw at the time, where the way he frames the final scene 
you have Indy is towering over Willie. And then the little kids come in and they like fuck with Indy and they put them up on the elephants. And then all of a sudden they're like on equal footing the way that the shot is framed. And then he's looking up at her. And I thought this is great because it's the very subtle way of saying, you know, she won his respect. She won over the people. They are now equals. And oh, look, she's even, you know, a little bit higher than him. And that's OK. She's even on a pedestal. Yeah. Like in this fucking show, they have Owen Wilson's character say, I like looking up at you. That's the way it should be. And I didn't even realize that was supposed to be Ravana until Brent told me because I'm so fucking tired of Ginger Side that, like, I can't even tell anymore. <laughs> Ginger Side. Yeah. Now, I have to ask, we have the, you know, I think one of us brought up the concept of the nerd points bank. Do, do I get nerd points for Kang for this one? Um, uh, I'll give you a half a point because it was technically Immortus. Right, but we, I mean, it's the same actor. We know he's playing Kang. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's technically not the same character. Well, it's, okay. It's, uh, it he who sense, walks behind the rows. Okay, I'll take that. That's well, better like than Immortus. Immortus. Joke. It's uh, he who remains or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but I mean, he's dressed like his costume is Immortus minus the big goofy hat. Yeah. Right. Which makes which makes me fear for Galactus when they finally bring him in because if they're going to cut Immortus' funny hat. I mean, I'll, I'll give you hat, the, uh, the points on the prediction, but goddamn, did that just upset me because, like, Kang is, you know, in my top three favorite fucking non-X-Men Marvel villains, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> well, I think by the time that was just no. My guess oh. is you're gonna. My guess is you're gonna see multiple versions of that guy. For the my next guess few years, is that he's not going to have any more range than he did in this episode yeah. of sitting in down no. and talking. Yeah, but Acting my my crazy. My guess is you're going to see multiple versions of this guy over the next few years, and the well the closer there, they get, are, to the end point is he'll be more like established Kang as it goes on. Well, that's just it. You can you can jump back to like ancient Egypt and have Rama Touch show up. You can bring in Iron Lad because it seems like they're doing Young Avengers setups even now. You know what I mean? Like, yep, that, that's two different variants of him right there. And then you bring in the real Kang, but even Kang is supposed to show up first. And Ant Man, Ant Man three, Ant Man and the Wasp two. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Um. I just, I mean, I enjoy like Josh said. I mean, I enjoyed it mostly because Hiddleston was just awesome, like he always is. And then, you know, if you take him out of it, it's actually a pretty boring show. Yeah, like, like it, there's not much to it. Well, so my it, next point was, you know, what we usually do is we, we, for people who haven't seen it or even those who have, we frame the show, the movie, whatever it is, and we say, you know, this is what happened. I don't know what the fuck happened in this show. I don't know what the premise of this show was because it was sold as, Almost like a, a Doctor Who, I guess. You know, we thought it was going to be Loki, Agent of Asgard, and I was worried they were going to ruin Angela. These people have no idea who the fuck that is, so thank God for that. Um, you know, what was the point and purpose of this show? It wasn't like, oh, Loki's going to go on time travel capers and, and, like, Monster of the Week and solve things throughout history, like Mario's time machine. Uh, it was, hey, we really, really like Tom Hiddleston, but we don't have any fucking creative ideas for where to go with Loki, so let's just do this. Yeah, it was uh, basically like Loki's going to meet the female version of himself and she's going to tell him he sucks because he's a male. And like every now and then you'll get American TV try to recapture Doctor Who 
And I had a lot of feels of that in this. Yeah. 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 Like right down um, to Sylvie basically being a carbon copy of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who, only not as irritating. Slightly yeah, as irritating. I, I liked her I liked her more than Whitaker. And given today's news, it did make me think of that. What was that? Probably they announced too. they announced when her exit is. Yeah, they're uh, doing the three specials and then the big to do and then yeah. She's got she's got a full season this year and then they're doing three specials in twenty two and then she's out. Yep. Okay. So, I didn't um, realize they were still doing the full season. Uh, yeah, no, they're doing up. There's a full season coming this fall, and then I think it's like eight episodes or something, rather than the usual twelve. But uh, yeah. So I guess my whole thing was like, and everyone around me always asks me, like, when these shows come out, like, what comics should I read? To what comics are they taking this stuff from? And or tonally, like, what's similar to this? And what, what can I read to kind of get into the vibe for this? And with Loki, I was just like, there's nothing. Because they've given, they've done a bunch of stuff with Loki in the comics since the first Thor. Because they realized how popular of a character he had become. But nothing in any of those books has anything to do with this. Like, I, I, I can't think of a single thing I could point somebody to and be like, I mean... Agent of Asgard has, you know, kind of this version of Loki because they sort of started writing it toward Hiddleston at that point. But story-wise, there's nothing from that in this. Um, I mean, I feel like the this is the one to me that, as I said at the beginning, is the most blatant one that's trying to set up other stuff. Because, like, WandaVision... You know, we were sold that that was going to be a big component of the setup for Strange 2, and it kind of wasn't, but at least that had well, some... We don't I mean, know exactly what they're going to do with Strange 2, so we don't know how much yeah, liars they could or true. couldn't be at this point. Like, but I mean, that was where their whole fucking, like, the brilliance of WandaVision came in. It's, they can yep. market it on the back of Doctor Strange, but not actually have to reveal anything for like a year and a half, so most people are it's going to be out of their... <laughs> Out of their mind, right? Out of, mind, yep. out of sight, out of mind. And that's kind of... Yep. And, I mean, you know, this one, it felt to me like the entire point of this show was to was to start the multiverse thing, which this did, and create Kang, which this also did. And that was basically... It was six hours... To, it was six hours to get to that point. And, like, some of the stuff to get there was kind of cool in its own right, but then, like, there was no, like, you know, and I was trying to explain to one of my coworkers the other day after the, the last one came out, where it was, like, each of these, each of these movies and shows that they're, that they're doing, like, Marvel has said that, like, each one is, like, an attempt at a certain genre or whatever. I have no idea what genre that Loki show is supposed to be in. Neither do like, the people who made it. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Yeah. Um, like I at first thought it was going to be like, based on how they were selling it, I thought it was going to be like some weird combination of like Quantum Leap and The Office. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, mm-hmm. but then it just became which like it this. tried to be both and became neither. Well, it tried to be both, but then very quickly gave up on that. Like. Yeah, because I they realize was, that they don't have the skills to write either. Yeah, 
Yep. Yeah. I think it was the second. <laughs> the second episode was the thing where they went to Pompeii, wasn't it? Yep. Um, and that was the one where I kind of got the vibe of like, oh, this is what he's going to go through different points in history and they're going to do stuff. And then, of course, then I had the obvious thing. And Brent, maybe Brent, maybe you'll remember this. I have expected David Tennant to walk in during one of the Pompeii bits. Or at least fucking uh, uh, Peter Capaldi. Oh, that's right. Because he was Christ in that one, too. In the whole toga. Yeah. Well, he was, yeah, the family that was saved at the end. Like, just have him strut by in a toga. Like, <laughs> but then they sure. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure they, they could have had him. Like, he was in America doing filming for Suicide Squad around the same time that this would have been shot. So it's not like they couldn't have thrown a couple bucks for a cameo, right? No, yeah, that would have been cool. Um, but then they very quickly turned it into just like this was also just like bor- uh, born under with like techno jargon and like. It was literally six it. hours. Okay, it wasn't the first two episodes. It wasn't she wasn't in it, but like once Sylvie shows up, it's like legitimately like four and a half hours of Loki really just wants to get into his own pants. Yeah, yeah. They also right. should have like made... even make the joke at the end. Yeah, they also should have made her the Enchantress so that it was a little less creepy when they made out at the end. <laughs> well, I mean that was the whole point. They don't know who that is, and they didn't yeah. want to do that. Um. So we have hit the 25-minute mark. I have held back as long as I possibly could. Are we ready to talk about how this fucking show and the TVA absolutely destroys, discredits, and demeans every single thing we have ever seen in the MCU? Well, no I'm, choices matter. It's all preordained. Like Everything is preordained. They have to follow. Every single fucking thing is preordained, but... They also, and I'm already not a fan of Endgame, and I'm not a fan of the Marvel cop-out time travel, especially because it doesn't ever seem to happen to the X-Men. They Uh, let old man Steve just slide. Not only that, if the ruling now is Infinity Stones only work in their own universe, how the fuck would they have worked in the alternate timeline? Yeah. Like Doctor Strange seeing a million different variations of how things would play out, bullshit. Because he'd be seeing the one timeline that they've been maintaining. Right. If anything, he should have like saw through the bullshit and been like, "Holy fuck, we- this isn't even a threat. It's this TVA that could be our fucking big fucking uh oh to watch watch out for." Right. And I'll do you one better. If this Loki is a variant that isn't supposed to exist, but everything that the Avengers did is approved for whatever stupid ass reason. This Loki never would have gotten away with the Tesseract if Cap and Tony didn't go back to the 70s. Or if they would have just built an elevator that could lift the Hulk, too. That, too. But Which so, like, they, literally, they, literally, literally the time, in... they cause him to be this variant by the TVA's own rules and or logic. That shouldn't have happened. Um, I mean, the, the desk full of Infinity Stones was just... You know, the biggest fuck you to the fans. And then that was the yeah. guy who was like, What's a fish? I mean, come on. Even mm. for their bullshit. Well, let's just humor, take the first. Like, that was just awful. The first two and a half no. episodes, I hated. I didn't like a thing that they, they were well, going Well, you're saying for like Sylvie then... wasn't in them. Sylvie was in them mostly as like background lore. And then she's like, you know, hooded, obvious female who shows up at the end. 
But that's the thing. Like, it was on, the only time that I was actually into the show was when it was him and her just fucking bickering with each other. Yeah, because they like, had that was, chemistry. That was legitimately the only entertaining actors, part of the show. That's, that's the only reason. Um, you know, the, the whole TVA thing where they, like, wipe out an entire timeline because it's going to result in a Kang, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And they have those, like, grenades that'll just destroy everything. Why don't they just use that instead of going and doing it one-on-one? Because they keep, like, getting killed off. Yeah. But not just that. Like, if they're going to wipe out an entire timeline, wouldn't they recruit as many variants of people, just regular, like, skilled people, to become their fuck like, a literal army of TV? Just to exactly. Like, if, if these were just kidnapped humans that became variants, like, why would you get the worst possible ones? You you would just get, like, a fucking army of LeBron. Like, why, <laughs> would, like, why would you get, you know, body positive diversity higher? Why would you get um, literally any of them, even Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson is, what, like, 50-something? Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, yeah, like... Here's, here's an alternate take on your... Your whole thing about the 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 preordained thing kind of ruins the entire universe almost. What if uh, intentional, by the way? Uh, what if because um, obviously you're led to believe that the guy who will become Kang was in charge of all that, right? So what if that was just propaganda that he put out to them so that they, you know, because he knew. He has some particular timeline that he's trying to get to, and that's that, exactly what was happening. Yeah, yeah no, but I that, mean, we, we saw it in action. Like he was just, you know, having the TVA or you know the timekeepers were having the TVA just kill people. Right, timeline. Yeah. And I love how that felt so tacked on. Where like he was like, and then the two Lokis walk into my office, and then the story stops. So I don't know the rest of it from there. And it's like, is he just really like reading from where the script stops and just improvising there? Mm. Huh. Yeah, I, you know, I like I said, I think it's getting by a lot on on Hiddleston because when you think about it past that, it doesn't hold up too much. Yeah, and like, why was there so much build-up to Owen Wilson's character riding a jet ski, if at no point they pay it off? Because they're going to, because there's more of it coming. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, but you're like, gonna see that by whenever it ends, they're gonna do that. They're gonna do but that what? Was like some of the only have Owen Wilson on a jet ski. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that was the only real character building that you had for him up until he was like, holy shit, my whole life is a lie. Yeah. Right? So it's like, well, why not pay it off in the season? Like, yep. Instead of rolling in, instead of rolling in in a taxi cab, have him fucking show up at a lake with a fucking jet ski and be like, haha. Right? Yep. Josh's GPS, everyone. No, I'm at the store. I had to get water for Sarah. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's okay. I just assumed it was a, a GPS in your car. Okay. Um, I just I just questioned, like, you know, there was, like, almost no action in this thing at all. Like, I just, and they, Disney claimed that Please remember to take your receipt. Thank you. Disney claims to have the highest viewership of any of them so far, and I, I would credit a certain amount of that to Hiddleston. But, but like, I'd believe that if they actually seemed like they were releasing their numbers, honestly. 
Yeah, I don't believe a thing that they or Netflix say about, you know, viewership numbers. But from what I've seen online, like, everybody loved this one. And I'm like, how? And usually it's yeah. just, we liked Hiddleston. <laughs> that's yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. Like That seems to be all it is for me. Because, like, I've, I've asked other people, like, what their understanding of the plot is. And, like, nobody can tell me anything. It's just like, oh, I he's good at it. I, I would argue it's literally impossible because all right, so let's say the plot is, you know, Sylvie wants to wipe out the timekeepers. Okay, that's Sylvie's motivation. Why would Loki care? Why would that Loki care? So first we're supposed to just accept this Loki has had such a change of heart based on a literal propaganda video that he not only wants to better himself, but rather than, you know, change his own quote-unquote future he's seen with things like the Avengers and repairing relationships with his family, preventing Ragnarok, being ready for Thanos, he goes off on this other bullshit side quest and finds basically himself as a woman, and then he's just madly in love, which is just ridiculous and insulting to the character of Loki, let alone Sylvie, but her goal has nothing to do with him. And he's just like, I'm I'm in, let's go, let's kill the fucking timekeepers. I think what they were going for was that he's just so narcissistic that, like, at first the challenge of outsmarting a different version of himself is like, yeah. But then once he meets a female version of himself, he's just so narcissistic, all he wants to do is fuck himself. Right, but they don't play it off as narcissism, they play it off as being a Well, that's it, they don't do a good job of it, but I think that's what the base idea was supposed to be. I think I, this. I could see that. As much as I, yeah, because I think even Owen Wilson calls that out at one point. He's like, "You fell in love with yourself. You're such a narcissist. What the hell?" Uh, you know. Well, that's just it. The I, last like two and a half episodes, everything with Owen Wilson is literally just to explain where the writing can't explain it through the story. Yep. Um, I right, think like, to kind of build on what Josh said. I mean, I think. This would have worked a little better for me if he, you know, and he, and he does it for like the first maybe half of it. And then once he starts running around with Sylvie the whole time, this goes away. And like Josh said, he just kind of becomes a, a guy who just follows her around. Um, if he had kept the, if he had kept the tone of like, he's constantly working somebody and you can tell he's got something on the back burner, then I think this whole thing would have worked a little better for me. Um, well, that's just it. Lo- Loki is a grand schemer, so he should have been trying to play everybody in a different way. And like, at the, it's the same idea. For Baelish in fucking Game of Thrones. Like by the end of it, like there's just no payoff. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's a perfect right. comparison. I'm. I can't believe I didn't think of that. It's exactly like what happened with uh, Varys, where it's like, how could he be and that even stupid? I mean, with with Baelish, I you know it wasn't great, but it made sense to me that it was like he was that into Cat, but like, and then he was just taken by Sansa that he could be blindsided. But with Varys, there was no excuse. But like, okay, even by that logic, like for the first five seasons of Game of Thrones, both of them were played like they were playing everybody. Like they were written that like they were they had some fucking schemes. Like their their fingers dipped into every jar and every fucking conflict that's going on. No, I, I agree, but I mean to to get it back to Wolfie, <laughs> Right. And then Yeah. Um 
But like I said, like that that's what Loki should have been doing. He should have been playing everybody from a different angle and like nobody would have known what his game was until the very end. But but it's not that at all. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to bumble around and just follow people around. Well, so like, that brings up another one of my big complaints because everybody is like, you know, we love the uh, the journey in the mystery episode because you have, you know, the stupid alligator Loki, which, OK, if you like it, fine. For me, the joke wore out real quick. Uh, but the Richard E. Grant. Oh, everybody's see, like, I, I it, everybody's like, I you know, Richard E. Grant is playing classic Loki. He's playing six one six Loki, and I'm like, no, he's not. He if it was six one six, it would be you know the one from the comics. And when Hiddleston says to him, he's like, you know, but we die. How did you grow old? He goes into this whole story where you find out, you know, he basically did have the same life as this one. And then he just tricked Thanos. And it's like, so that, that's not 616. They're just throwing you, you know, all crap, hoping you graft onto it and don't realize they're, they're pulling another bait and switch. Who was the yeah. other one supposed to be? The black, the black guy. Yeah. Um, the subtitles credited him as Proud Loki. Okay. Yeah. I saw no, like, comic equivalent of that one. I, I, I don't, don't think, think there, there was one. one. I don't know. Um, it could yeah. be the DC Comics one, and that I would give them a, a round of applause, but I doubt they even know that exists. Right. Uh, so you guys were saying we got the Thanos copter in that episode. Yeah, it was I mean, in yeah, the background. That was, that was fun. I, I clapped because I know what it was, but, you know. And then as they're panning down bomb shelter, you see the little frog Thor trying to get at Mjolnir. Right, and yep. that did exactly that what I thought it would do. It generated, you know, tons of clickbait articles from people who who don't know anything, and they're like, "This is the thing," and this is why you should talk about the show. And they're just they're pumping their metrics. That's all they're doing. That's very true. Yep, I can't argue that, but I guess it worked on me. You know, why why I, don't you have uh, Walt Simonson writing uh, an episode? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be curious to see where. If they're they're doing more of it, obviously, I'm gonna be curious to see where that goes. Um, just because, you know, obviously these other ones that they've done so far haven't had that intent to go beyond the initial season or whatever. And it'd be interesting to see like how the approach changes for something that they intend to be longer. Well, I'm afraid that they're just going to be like, okay, well, now that we reset everything and no, like, Owen Wilson doesn't remember Loki, we can do three more episodes of them getting to know each other. And it's like, uh oh. Oh, we're just going to tread the same ground again? Where, yeah, basically, we redo the exact, like, almost like Groundhog Day, where we redo basically the first three or four, and then it all plays out different in the last four, like, the last whatever is left. Well, I wonder if. If they're if they're gonna, I've heard that the other, the second season's already been done, and they're just waiting to put it out. Um, so I would wonder, does that come out before Doctor Strange two next year or after? Oh, I'm sure it's not coming late twenty two. Yeah. Uh, when's Ant Man three? That's like twenty three, I think. That's twenty three, I think. Yeah. Okay, it seems weird that they'd put it out before that if Kang is the big bad for that. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Which I mean, because the way they the, the way they left off movie the series is going to go over like Yellow Jacket. It's going to be fucking terrible. 
Well, the way they mm. left it off with the big statue, he was wearing the Kang costume in the statue. Not well, the he, I mean, all the timekeepers so were, too. Yeah, they kind of had the Kang outfits. Yeah, well, the statue had the Kang outfit, but when you go back and look at it, dude himself, when he was in the scenes, he had the Immortus yep. outfit, which is... Yeah. Yep. It's a stupid technicality, but yeah, technically he wasn't Kang in this. It was just a statue of him. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I but, guess one of my... Which is one like, of my one of my big problems was I didn't care about anybody other than Loki. And, like, you know, Owen Wilson got, got a couple chuckles out of me, but, like, the other characters were like, I don't give a crap about any of you. Go away. Yeah, it's like, oh, block of wood, block of wood, block of wood. Oh, there's Loki, block of wood. Oh, I guess Sylvie's kind of warming to me a little bit. And then it was over. I yeah. mean, I couldn't even care about Loki because it wasn't our Loki. You know, it, yeah, it was really like this this new ridiculous Loki whose motivations didn't make sense, whose behavior didn't make sense. You know, you look at something like the Back to the Future trilogy, not even just the first movie, and Marty has a defined arc throughout all three movies where he finally mm-hmm. gets over, you know, someone calls him chicken car accident. What did this Loki do to change? He watched a movie and he met a pretty girl that he yeah, was subservient to immediately. Yeah, it was kind of a a, a lame motivation. Maybe that's why so many fucking kids, so many kids today love it because it's like the hero journey for millennials. Yeah, watch so your movie, meet let, the let most beautiful girl you can. That's exactly like you, and just go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I just I, like I'll keep saying as much as I enjoyed the Hiddleston of all this, I just don't think there's a lot here, and it kind of gets it incomplete until we see what what the stuff that comes where the stuff that comes out of this goes i mean well i think like so i know sarah said because she watched like maybe an episode and a half with me she's like the music is great i agree the music was was really good yeah um you know the visuals look nice but they weren't explained they didn't make sense why was the tva like you know 1960s tomorrowland yeah, I mean, it's like yeah, somebody Disney played Bioshock and Fallout, and they were like, "This looks cool. We could do that." But in those things, it makes sense. And this it didn't make any sense. If you're yeah. supposed to be this squadron of time cops, you know, it would be something futuristic like the Time Bureau on Legends of Tomorrow. Yep. You even could have had like, you know, they even could have gave once you figured out that they were all variants, whatever. You could have given some explanation of like, the, and this is where my brain goes, but like the TVA itself looks different to whoever is, whichever person it is. And like Loki saw it that way because that's, he was closest to Owen Wilson and that's how Owen Wilson saw it. I mean, that is some serious headcanon. And if they even gave an inkling of that's what it was, that would make sense. But I would say oh, no. Miss Minutes alone throws that out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's what they were doing. That's how I would headcanon it if I was writing it. No, I, I, I would. I'm saying like that could yeah. be believable if they established that, but they didn't. Yeah, you know, like that's that's the canon with Galactus. It's he appears as people will perceive him. Which is why I still think Unicron from the Transformers movie is actually supposed to be just be like Galactus. Exactly. Um, you will not destroy my. Destiny! 
your oh age is showing. Well, it should. <laughs> Everything that fine. the TVA did in service of, you know, even <laughs> Fake Kang's mission didn't make sense. But, like, even if you can take variants from all these timelines that you're destroying, why not take, like, a fucking army of Hulks? Or Thanos. Yeah. yeah. You know? Or, or yeah, someone like, even more powerful. Like, why would they enlist Loki to go look for Loki? Why do they even have trials for these people if they're just going to, you know, either execute them or, or uh, you know, melt them to the void at the end of time anyway? Like, it's a show trial. Yeah. Well, because um, because you're, you're not doing political activism unless you're fucking shitting on fucking... Yeah, how corrupt bureaucracy would, would is there? Is. Would there have been a way to repair this? Of like, because it was kind of unclear to me what what the the TVA's larger thing was, and the, and the the argument that they just hunt these variants and get rid of them, and like get rid of the timelines that they create was just kind of flimsy to me. Anyway, would yes, have made absolutely. more would, would have made well, more sense yeah. if if they'd done it in such a way where like. It was more of that. It was more of that, like episodic buddy comedy thing for the first four, where they like go. He and Owen Wilson would go to different timelines and chase after different people for different things, and then that you could have the Sylvie thing running from the background of it. And then maybe the last two episodes are that, and the well, Kang that's thing should have been. Yeah. So here's how you do it, and here's how you introduce and set up Kang, and it could have been proper Kang, it could have been a Morris, doesn't matter. You make the Avengers the villain, and they don't even have to be in it. Um, I know you are reading older Green Lanterns. Have you made it through the end of Jeff John's New 52? Yeah. Okay. So you know how he did, like, basically what the Russos did, totally fucked the universe by giving Hal a definitive epilogue and Hal and Carol get married and like trade in their rings. And then, you know, they're retired. Okay. So when the Russos did the, you know, Oh, we did the snap and it's five years later, they built a broken foundation that a lot of people don't care about because they're like, well, now there's no stakes and whoever's left in this universe is miserable. And, you know, let's get those five years back. So what you do is you have the TVA explain to Loki, not at first, but in, in general along the way, you know, the whole point is we have to stop the snap from happening. And to do that, basically he either has to die or he has to go back and not steal the Tesseract. Okay. Because the way that things worked out, you know, you have the Avengers do the five years later thing with their stones and then it's like everything's fucked. Iron Man's dead. Spider-Man sucks. So you eventually get Loki on board to be like, okay, I have to be the hero. I have to do the self-sacrifice. And then that Loki dies, and no one ever knows he existed. Okay. I can see that working. You set Kang up not as, you know, a cereal box Saturday morning cartoon villain, but as this person who's trying to balance the universe. Yeah, but wasn't, I mean, you want to do the balance the universe thing again? I mean, what else are you going to do? That's true. You um, know, I mean, Thanos' well, balance like, the universe sh- was, was bullshit, and it was, you it know, should, for 
ridiculous, selfish reasons. And in the movies, it didn't make well, any it, sense because he could have just used a reality stone. But it, it should almost play out more like Looper than like where like you're supposed to go back and close your own loop. Exactly. That's how it could have worked. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, that, that would have worked. And again, if Enchantress would have just been a different character that Loki was supposed to go in her own loop, that but he actually helped her get outside of like their time or like their notice. Yes, yeah, then that could like, have set oh, up like you guys on the same timeline. I'm like, oh, that's what they're going to do, and then she's just going to replace Loki because you know this is fan fiction, the TV show. <laughs> but Josh, that's the I thing. Think... I think they're going to. I think it's by oh, the end ahead, of whatever they do with like this whole series. I think that like they're going to get put back but he's gonna go to where like Loki was in the Sakaar again timeline and she's just gonna fuck off and else, and then they're gonna be like oh she's been around for the last fucking 10 years but to be honest here because again I did rewatch Ragnarok Thor is completely different also tell me that there's a single reason besides how tonally off those people are in that movie versus the other movies that you would even have that theory Uh, I can't. Exactly. It just it. Yep. It'd explain more of what happened to this Loki, and like where he goes there, like than it would, than they've done. So it's yeah. I guess it's it, yeah. Mostly just head cannon. And and I completely agree. But it's you know, it always goes back to it. It's like what they did with the uh, Disney Star Wars. They took characters. They wrote them in their own vision, completely wrong to the, you know, truth of the characters. And then they ran well, them into instead the ground, of being a... and it's like, well, where do we go from here? It's broken. We have to fix it. Well, that's just it. it and we'll get into this when we do our fucking She-Man and the Menstrators of the Universe. Yeah. I'm going to watch that but, this yeah, weekend. Fucking, like, they use characters that everybody wants to see and wants to know more about as stepping stones to try and push, like, look how good this one is. They're all bowing down to this character, and it's like, eh, it's not good writing. I mean, and I agree, but usually, like, it's not good writing in that it's lazy, it's contrived, you know, you could do better. With this, it's, there, is there even writing? It doesn't make sense. Like, if look at Ravana, nothing about that character makes sense. Even if you knew who she was in the comics, because this one's completely different, what are her motivations? She's, like, the boss of the TVA. She knows it's all a lie. She doesn't care. No, but she, she, she didn't, though. She, she did. didn't, though. No, she didn't. She had no clue. She did not know any of it was horseshit. She thought I it was mean, legit. I, she might not have known the timekeepers themselves were horseshit, but she knew that there was something that, like, you know, her underlings weren't allowed to know, and there was all the restricted files. And she knew oh, about yeah, the void yeah. at the end of no, time. You're right as far as that. She knew that. Yeah, but she, I think she did think the timekeepers were a real thing. Right. But don't forget, she's just like, all right, where I'm going, where Doom now goes, he goes alone, and she just struts through the door. She's yeah. going to come back as, like, at, in, in one timeline that's fractured off, that she's the main bad guy, and she's going to come back as Ravona herself, like, just full suit and everything. Oh, I, I bet on that. She's going to be like, yeah. I killed fucking Kang, Immortus, whoever, 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 and I took over. Yeah. Now, Josh, I think you have a point in that um, I feel like, with the exception of, you know, we've, we're only three, there have only been three of these shows, and I feel like two of the three of them, WandaVision and this one, have sort of been overtaken by, you know, they, they were so, before any of these shows came out, 
Disney was like screaming from the rafters of like these are gonna all this stuff is gonna tie into the movies as opposed to all that other TV we did that we said did would do that and didn't. But I feel like two of the three of them have been so, so bogged down with that that they forgot to like actually do well, anything interesting. Well, the two that you're talking about, they're like really high concepts that could really be interesting, but the writers just couldn't hold up to what what the promise was. Right. You know what I mean? And like, of the three, the one, and I like this one more than you guys did, but again, it was all from Hiddleston's performance. But I mean, the one I liked unqualified was Falcon and Bucky because it was just, I mean, there was some stuff, but it was just straight a straightforward action thing. And there was none of that, like, let's set up all this other bullshit that, you know, maybe we'll try to make that comprehensible if we feel like it. Uh, but clearly they don't. And I'm I'm glad you like that one because you know I have a feeling that this is the new normal, and uh, I have a philosophy, and it has never done me wrong. Yeah, people will tell you exactly what their intentions are. All you have to do is listen to them. The showrunner yeah. for Wandavision said comic books. The showrunner for this one said I just wanted to make Loki bisexual and write a story about a female Loki. Everything else was incidental. You know, they, they probably yeah. had in studio notes and someone Which who is had why, a like, loose affiliation with the comics was like, okay, these are character names, these are places, you could put them together and, you know, write your thing. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's just it. And that's why I have, like, I'm worried about She-Hulk, because the shit that that fucking showrunner has said, it's just, it's not, it doesn't inspire confidence. Well, and, you know, like we're seeing nice. in, in CW stuff, they're adapting things from 2015 onward and all the good stuff from, you know, when comics were good and well-written, they're not bothering with it anymore. They're done with that. Yeah. So they're, but they're that's another the, uh, Mariko like, fucking She-Hulk doing cooking shows on YouTube. But, like, this is why they're trying to use these really high comic book concepts that they, like these people aren't deep enough to understand. Whereas like the writers that wrote them back in the seventies, the original versions of like the gods and time travel in the universe and all this shit, like they were either like really, really big sci-fi comic book nerds in the first place. And they wrote in this crazy lore that actually like worked, but didn't work. Like, but oh, they so, had so you're saying brain. that uh, Joe Simon, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby uh, actually cared about well, yeah. that stuff and, and had an interest in it versus Kate Heron and, Kate, whatever the other one's name was. Well, like, that's just it. Like, the skill level, the, like, knowledge of nerdy, like, scientific concepts, kind of like the old Star Trek used to be, right? Yeah. Like, Roddenberry always based his his episode around an actual scientific theory, right? Yeah. That's why you get some really weird, boring episodes, but, like, to the hardcore nerds, it's like, yes, that shit makes sense when you explain it through this universe right yeah and that's what the comic book writers used to be able to do back then and they used to do it over like fucking 45 years instead of just like five episodes right but they had the skill to actually make that shit make sense within their universe but like the writers in these movies and on these tv shows especially just don't have they don't have that vision they don't have that concept but they're like okay well this sounds cool and we can like make it this way like they try and reinvent it they just they don't have the skill set they don't brent Brent, you made me think of something that uh, might 
that I didn't re- even really realize until you said it. Um, early on with a lot of this MCU stuff, and I can't remember exactly when, when Disney forced them to abandon this, they had a, you know, and this was a lot of this was the byproduct of early on. They were, you know, doing a lot of stuff on their own and, you know, Paramount distributed the stuff, but didn't, didn't like influence them all that much. Uh, they had a committee. They had a committee of comic of comic writers that actually went through the scripts and said, "No, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Do this." Yeah. Um, and at some point, Disney made them get rid of that. Uh, and while I've liked a lot of the movies and stuff, I mean, we can get into how I like everything. So you know, but um, but uh, I feel like they can almost use that again because. As you said, they have all these high concepts that, that these these writers don't seem to have either have the ability or interest to actually follow through on. Well, that's part of the problem. But like even the comic book writers now, the ones that actually had the vision and the fucking the imagination for that shit, like most of them are either like retired, dead, or pushed out of the business because they're just not political enough. Yeah, they're hired to push the right message based on. Uh... You know, yeah, why yeah right. It's, it's trying to be message-driven comics instead of character-driven comics, and it's that's why the entire industry, both sides, are suffering, and like why some of the indie comics are doing really well because they're just they're telling stories that people like instead of fucking trying to push. This is my politics, or this is the way you have to think. Like, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, my my issue is, you know, there is about seven and a half hours of Loki in the MCU before this show. No, uh, I went back and I'll, watched I'll, pretty much all I'll, of it. I'll correct you on that actually. I watched the behind you know they do the behind the scenes behind the scenes the week after it ends. Uh-huh. Yep. They they said that if you went by actual screen time of Loki in the movies, it's two and a half hours. Really? Yes. All right, so I, I was counting yeah, but like movies that's that just counting part of. That's yeah, yeah, but see, yeah, no, I, I think I think Hiddleston was counting like every second he's actually on screen for, and it's two and, and a half hours while he's on screen, not while the yeah. plot is actually driven by the character of Loki that they're talking about Loki that he's yep. not on screen. So, right. Like, so I, right. I was when you I actually counting, slice it out you know, by all like Thor, all of Ragnarok, all of Dark World, and then all know, of Avengers is all them of trying Avengers, to track yeah. down Loki. Right. Yep. By that by that logic, you're correct. Of course. Yeah. So you know. Right. Even even Sarah said we're watching the uh, episode five when they take on Elias, and she's like, "Why can't Loki enchant people? He does that." And I said, "Yes, he does. He, Mindstone was enchanting people left and right in Asgard on Earth. You know, well, yeah, fucking Helvig or whatever the fuck his name was, Heimdall. Oh, the yeah, fucking was, naked uh, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Norwegian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I get to." Well, even at the, like at the end of Avengers, he's, he does the shiny green eyes that like exactly. he was enchanted. Exactly. So it's like we've even seen that visual effect and Loki do that at one point. So it's like that's not a new thing. So why is it, right. why is so, he like so oh they, fuck. they took away his powers? They didn't know what his powers were, and they just completely like cucked him to promote Sylvie. Yep. And that's the thing. Like that first Thor movie would have happened before the Avengers movie. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He there was like he. Here's my fear now, right? I just 
There's a version of the Young Avengers after the initial run, but they did another one a couple years after that. Children's Crusade? Yeah, it was around that. Uh, a second virtual team put together by by Kid Loki. Mm-hmm. It's going to be her instead. Like when they do the when they do the eventual Young Avengers show, it's going to be her that does it. Probably, but Kid Loki is still out there. Yeah, that's true. Of course, she's just going to regenerate by the end of this fucking show, and then she'll be Kid Loki anyway. Nah. You've really got Time Lord on the brain, don't you? <laughs> Well, that's all it reminded me of was like, I don't know if you guys ever watched it or not, but a few years back, 10 years or so, they did a show and it's like, a, it was a movie series and then it was a TV show called The Librarians. I did not uh, watch yeah, it. Seen it. I did not watch it. It actually, actually wasn't bad, but like, it was like legitimately just trying to be an Americanized version of Doctor Who. And like, that's all this reminded me was, was just yeah. like, this is Disney's attempt at Doctor Who. Yep. Now we're at like but the one again, hour. We're, go ahead, finish that thought. Again, again though, like they were like, okay, let's rip off Doctor Who, but they didn't have the years of lore written by people that actually wanted to keep the lore intact, build an actual universe, right? Right. Yeah. Again, whether it's it's because of ignorance or just lack of skill, I don't know, but it's there. Like I, once you yep. see that problem, you see it everywhere. Okay, so we're at the one-hour mark. I think it seems to me like we've pretty much said everything we want to say about this. I mean, we could rant about it for another 20 minutes, I guess, if we really want. But um, would it would it make sense to, uh, you know, in lieu of we're not really doing the preview shows anymore, but would it make sense to do um, our thoughts on whatever the next one is? Uh, do we want do we want to hit what if or Hawkeye? What are, which one do we? I mean, we can hit both. You know. Um... Okay. So what if is basically, you know, the old imaginary tales. It was the Marvel version and they basically just did, you know, uh, what if Rick Jones became the Hulk? What if Betty Brant was Spider-Man? You know, every issue was just a, a standalone and every now and then they'd do something that was like really popular and then they'd bring it back. And, you know, it wasn't until yep. uh, Spider-Girl that it actually launched an actual spinoff series. And what if Spider-Man was a pig? Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. And now, basically, see, this... back in the seventies, artists and writers did a lot of a drug called LSD. <laughs> so you had a <laughs> lot of weird fucking ideas, and they were just like, "Yeah, fucking run it, man." Yep. I've... The late eighties, early nineties, but yeah, otherwise you're right. Yep. What? Okay. Now, no, change the drug to cocaine, then. But yeah. Now we know that uh, Jeffrey Wright is doing the voice of, uh, as Josh called him, Utah the Watcher. <laughs> uh, Utah the Watcher. That's all I'm going to call him from now on. That was an autocorrect, and I'm sticking with it. Now I'm looking forward like, to this show. We need to get it. We need to get that to catch on and make that the banner for the fucking group. Just yeah, yeah. Watch uh-huh. him with a great big fucking cowboy hat on and just call him Utah the Watcher. <laughs> um. I'm looking forward to this show just because I want to see what they do with an, in an animated setting. Uh, I am a little annoyed in that when they initially sold this show, the selling point was literally all of the, the movie actors were coming back to do this. And a couple weeks ago, they announced, yeah, that's actually going to be everybody except Downey, Evans, Cumberbatch, Brie Larson, 
and uh, somebody else who I can't remember right now. Um, Scarlett Johansson. No, I I didn't hear anything about her either way. But yeah, after the lawsuit today, maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm curious, and yeah, so- I do think I I do think it's going to have some sort of tie into the film somehow, um, or they wouldn't do it. Uh, well, I think it's all multiverse. Like it's literally, hey, this is a multiverse where what if this happened? Yep, and I do think right? the, and each the episode big... is just going to jump. Each episode is just going to jump to different feathers on the broken timeline or whatever the fuck Loki was yep. setting up there. And if I remember the how they promoted it initially, it's going to be like there's going to be one episode for every movie. And it's gonna like take some weird turn on every film. Um, well, yeah, like so, what if Peggy Carter became Captain America? Or yeah, yep. And I'm already hearing the rumor that Haley Atwell will come back and play that version of the character in Doctor Strange too. <laughs> hmm. I'm so, okay with that. You know, I like Haley Atwell. Yeah, I liked her a lot. I I wish they'd given Agent the Agent Carter show a lot more rope than they did. Because that was that was yeah, actually like there was a lot of there was a lot of potential there, and I liked that one a lot more than Agents of Shield. Oh so. yeah, absolutely, hands down. Um, so yeah, I mean, and this is also the, one of the big things I think they're gonna promote the shit out of with this cartoon is that this is the last thing that Bozeman completed before he died. Mm. So I would bet there will be yeah. some heavy promotion of that especially for the ones that he's in like i'm very intrigued by the one that posits that he became star lord instead of quill like that one i'm really curious about how you do that well interesting premise for sure yeah yep and then i suppose we can hit hawkeye as well uh the first some of the first promotional images that came out today and they happen today happened to be the day they announced the release date. Uh, it will start on November 24th, 2021. Yeah. So my, okay. Josh brought it up earlier. Like what do you have to do to make this character redeemable again? And it's like, like, are we just supposed to forget that he went all like fucking super dark and killed a bunch of motherfuckers for like five years while the snap, happened that now does that that wasn't erased that still happened no. for him so like yeah well i think his i think his point of redemption won't be for that it's gonna be because we know that that uh yelena is showing up in that and she's she's obviously showing up there to try to kill him he's gonna feel like he owes it to natasha to help her and that's gonna be where his his redemptive point is going to come in. Yeah, but he's also training fucking Kate Bishop at the same time, so it's like... Yeah. Yeah, yep, that's a good point. That one, I feel like that one's going to hew closer to Falcon and Bucky for me because a show about that What's guy about- is not going to have a bunch of, like, cosmic shit in it. You know? no, it's just it. Like, it's, it's less high concept, it's more straightforward, and yeah. Marvel used to be able to do that good, so it yeah. gives me hope that it's like, okay, well, I, at least this one should be. I trust just, their. Yeah. I, I trust whatever writers they have more 
to handle a straightforward thing like that than like let's create these fake time gods and whatever else you know um so yeah i mean we got a couple months before that and obviously we'll do some sort of thing on what if when it wraps up i i think they're actually um it might be like a group of like eight or 10 episodes and then they're going to take a break and release more later. I don't know exactly what the plans are for that. Yeah. I'm not sure what the schedule for that one is, but yeah, I'll look it up later. I know it starts. Um, the first one is August 11th, I believe. So it's only a couple weeks away. Okay. Um, Josh, do you have anything else you wanted to mention? Clearly not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently not. No. Okay. So why don't I just roll? Oh, he's gone. Okay. That's fine. Um, so just real quick, do you still want to, uh, after we get done with this, do you want to do the half hour on Snake Eyes? I'm going to tap out on that. You can fire that one okay. solo. Yeah, no, I'll just, it's just going to be a 20 minute rant on how much it sucks. <laughs> Am I back? So. You're yeah. back, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, my audio cut out. I don't know if anything got picked up. I was saying to the Hawkeye no, it... thing, uh, I was trying. I was saying loudly, I was like, I implore you not to have faith in those writers, and I'll tell you why. I think it's going to okay. follow the Kate Bishop solo series and do worse than what they did to Clint in that. I wouldn't be surprised if the first episode goes the same way as He-Man, and they just have Yelena kill him off. That, yeah, wouldn't be a yeah. surprise, because there was... I... There was some controversy around Renner and fucking cancel culture there a year or two back. Yep, I could see that. Um, and there are ways they could do that that I would accept. You know, it's not like I would immediately go to like, oh, what a load of shit. It's not like I have any great love for that character anyway. <laughs> Elaine is going to kill him. He's going to tell her that like your sister and I were the best of friends and tell her a story. And then she's going to be all like, okay, I will train your daughter because you saved my sister from nothing. He's, he's yeah. going to be like, in my defense, <laughs> when your sister fell off the cliff, I thought she was going to land on her feet. Yeah. <laughs> she told me the story one time about how she fucking glided down. Yeah. Um, so as far as other stuff we have coming out soon... Um, I will I will do that that solo one on Snake Eyes, which will go down in B team history as the first thing I absolutely fucking hated uh, in the history of our show. Um, I'm also planning on hoping to do something on Jungle Cruise this weekend as well, if we have time to watch that. Um, I know Josh, we talked about doing the the Suicide Squad. Uh, we want to do uh, as Brent called it, Menstrators of the Universe. Um, so I'm going to try to power through that this weekend. We can do that next week. Um, and then we do have plans to do uh, the Suicide Squad uh, shortly after that comes out in um, early August. And uh, then I will be going away for a week. And um, I'm hoping to, depending on what, uh, I'm finally going to that Star Trek convention in a couple weeks. And uh, mm. I'm hoping to, depending on what comes out of that, uh, that they make any sort of big announcements or anything, I will probably try to do some sort of like run through of, of my experiences there really quickly 
um, if there was anything of particular interest. And then I have some feelers out to do um, like a with my buddy Tim, with my buddy Tim, who does the wrestling pod. He's also a big Trekkie. So we were thinking about maybe doing a uh, state of Star Trek thing after that event. Um, you know, but I'm sure we could get Karen and Boris on something like that if we really wanted to. Okay. Um, I don't yeah. know if Justin is going to be joining me or not. I'm going to give him the weekend to read it, but sometime between Sunday and Tuesday, uh, either myself or the both of us will be covering. I am not Starfire. It was did that experience. thing. Did that thing finally come out? You've been bitching about that for months. It, it did. I sent it to the <laughs> chat earlier. It's the totally uh, bought and paid for legal version. If you want to read it. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and I have. I'm gonna go back to doing the comic book show this weekend. And uh, yeah, I should not have. I should not have taken three weeks off. <laughs> yeah, like because... cover covered the top. 10 best ones and yeah, know, let the rest yeah. go by the wayside. Yeah. Cause by the sound of it, you don't have a backlog. You have a back forest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 45 books or something. Wow. It's a lot. And I wow. usually do about, 12, I usually do about 12 stay, stay, a week. We can, um, for the first four and a half hour podcast. In the Superman time and time again, before you leave or when you come back, we'll figure yeah. that out. I think maybe we should probably aim to do that after, uh, just because I, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to at least do one of the, one more of the Trek pods of Boris before I leave too. So um, I'm thinking maybe that should be, the, maybe that should be the first thing we do after I come back, um, and give me a couple days to read it after that. But uh, we can certainly do that afterwards. Okay, and then I know yeah, in August, no. you know, we have Brent back. We're gonna get back to doing our favorite movies. Uh, we can definitely hit Braveheart unless we move that around on the schedule. And then, you know, end yep. of August, we're, we're going to hit some Terminator. Yep. We sort of uh, completely abandoned the schedule that we had for when Brent was gone. Because, yeah, like, new, re- new releases started happening. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. So, Josh, I assume, it, and this isn't for a couple of months, but I assume at least you and I are going to want to do No Time to Die. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fair. All right, so that was fun, boys. Uh, we'll have to we'll reconvene on uh, was it Monday for uh, Masters of the Universe, maybe? Yep. Okay. No, and I'll be there. Okay, so I will try to power that out this weekend, and uh, and we'll be set for that. I'm sure that's going to be fun. I will let everybody know up front. I only watched the first episode. I only plan to watch the first episode. Uh, so I will be there for that discussion. And then after we're mm-hmm. done covering the first episode, I'll just take a back seat or drop out or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're no, see like, go ahead. Oh, I think his comments and reaction to the rest of it, even if he hasn't seen it might have value. Um, yeah. And like, I, I'm a giant fucking eighties, nineties cartoon nerd. So like I've watched both the, the, original masters of the universe i watched through she-ra and i've watched through fucking the 2000 the, yeah the two th- masters in the universe series on fox i think it was and like yeah. I, I yeah i have like legitimate complaints it's not just like oh woke bullshit oh fucking i mean i i have legitimate complaints for the first episode so i'm sure you do yeah oh yeah i'm like 
it gets worse after the first one. The first one is actually like, okay, you can build from this, but... Mm-mm. Yeah. Maybe I'll also try to... Maybe I'll also try to power out those last two flashes this weekend, and we can do that. Oh, yeah. we, we That's the only CW, so we can do that. Yep. I will try to get that done this week. I have no idea how busy I'm going to be work-wise, considering I'm leaving again. Um, but uh, I will try to get that done. All right. So we good. have plans. We just don't know when. Yep. Yep. We definitely have plans. We just give us ask for exact time frames, and you will get nothing. <laughs> there you go. So, all right, guys. All right. See you. Later.